Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each week we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and mentors who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals and made their successes. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hi there and welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. As promised this week we're going to be talking about awards and what the judges are looking for and how you can put your best foot forward in your application and I'm going to try and do it as like a um, just a, a small guide and I'll put it up onto the website as well in the following days and I hope that you find it useful if you are currently putting yourself out there for the first time or even if you've been putting yourself out there for the 10th time. Sometimes just hearing words from somebody else that's gone through it and won and has also sat on the judging panels can sometimes give you just a a helpful hint as to what it is that you're looking for in doing your application. So let's start at the beginning. You have decided you're going to enter and you go onto the website where you need to do your application. And the first thing you're going to find is a form that you can possibly download or that you need to fill out online. First things first, open up a Word document or other system that you use and make sure that you type everything out in there. I've always typed out, if it's not a downloadable form, I've always typed out the questions so that I can just come and go from this document and I know exactly what everything is that I'm writing, what question I'm answering, and it gives me the opportunity just to kind of think about it before you move on to the next question and you hit submit. It just gives you that opportunity for a bit of clarity and making sure that you put forward the best application that you can. So get your Word document, get your questions ready and then read the questions thoroughly. Make sure that you understand what all the questions are that are going to be ahead of you because sometimes you end up, you start writing some amazing piece of text and then you get eight questions in and realise that you answered question eight in question two and you could have maybe emphasised something else in question two. So just be clear, make sure you read every question and that you understand every question before you start answering question number one. It's a bit like being in an exam, really, and just making sure that you understand the whole situation that's going to be ahead of you before you start. And that way you can kind of plan how you're going to answer each question, make some notes on how you're going to answer each question. And then you can go, if you need to, go back to your books and your financial records, because some systems do ask for that kind of information you can go back to your client retention figures you can go back to all of that information that you're going to need and have all of that to hand for when you start writing your application fully it can be a really really lengthy process I know some applications that I've put in have sometimes taken me a few hours to put it together and and it's really really important that you set time aside to be able to do that and that's the next thing um, on the list really is just making sure that you give yourself space and time and quiet to be able to concentrate on doing this you know if you are entering the bigger walls like professional beauty um or scratch stars or any of those really big supersize awards that mean so much to people in the industry you know every award is important but some awards are 
a set at a slightly higher level and you have to prove yourself to be able to win it and for me that's what's always been really really important is to kind of have those awards that show how hard you've worked to get that award they are the ones that hold the most value and that for me I mean I've I think I said last week I've just packed my stars away from scratch stars and those two awards mean everything to me yeah I've got awards for several other different um, things and different other award systems but those two stars mean everything because the amount of hard slog I put into getting them and proving how I'd grown as a professional and how I'd grown my business there was so much that went into both the awards that I got and just have it if I hadn't have set that time aside a I may never have been shortlisted and b I probably would never have won and just understanding how to detail everything down to the last degree means that you need to have that time so make sure that you set at least half a day aside when you're going to do one of these big award scheme applications plan how you're going to answer each question think about it and as I was saying at the beginning just make sure you've read through and that you know that if you start answering something that you're not going to be repeating yourself later and if you do need to repeat yourself later because sometimes that does happen sometimes the questions you can't help but talk about how you provide whatever services to your client and how your staff interact but just try and make it different in each question because being a judge and you sit you know sometimes you can be sat with pages and pages and pages to read just for each applicant and then you know you're going to have five of those so make it enjoyable for the judges to read kind of thing you know you've got to think that they're going to be sitting when we sit and um, do the judging you know usually we're fairly time pressured and it needs to be something that jumps out and it doesn't have to be worthy of like journalistic award or anything like that but it just needs to explain clearly and not repetitively what it is that you do and how that interacts with your clientele and your staff and your business and the community, all that kind of stuff. Think about the kind of words you use, think about how you structure your sentences and make sure that you put everything you can into each question. Many awards now do have word counts and that is very very helpful for us as judges because um, when there's no word count people can write half a page to answer a question maybe even a full page to answer a question and that is a lot to read so make sure that you check your word count and work out how you're going to answer each question within that each one usually you get about 200 um, words a bit either side maybe and that and really and truly that isn't a lot it really is just about a paragraph you know probably about 15 to 20 lines and you are not going to have the opportunity to sell yourself any other way other than what you can squeeze into that space so using language as clearly and as concisely as you can is really really important the next point try really hard not to ramble and believe me I know how hard this is because I'm the worst for it and anyone that knows me knows that I do like to talk just a little bit um and when you're doing these applications, it is really hard to try and stay on point because you want to say so much, but you have got to pull out the most important points and just work with those. And everything comes down to putting as much information as you can into as few words as you can and just be concise and to the point. That is the key to it. Don't 
keep talking about the same things over and over again and try and every question come at it from a slightly different angle use a different example and this is why the setting time aside is so important and thinking about the questions and reading the questions maybe even reading them on you know on a Monday morning sit down and look at the questions and then just spend the next few days just kind of letting it mull over and see what comes to mind because you want to be able to cite examples of of a different client experience or how you introduce an extra treatment or whether or not your client retention is at whatever rate and how you do that and what systems you use to be able to report on your business. So think about all of those things because all of those details, you know, it's all very well saying, oh, you know, we get 90% client retention. But as a judge, I want to see how you do that and how you're evidencing it. And we don't necessarily, we don't want to see the reports um, at all or anything like that, but we want to understand how you're making decisions on your business, if it's a business award, and if you're competing on a practical level, we want to see the skills that those clients bring back. So making sure that you have the right photographs um, that show your work in the best light and make sure that you have quality photographs, you know, that there's no blurry. I mean, in today's world of the, the kind of cameras we have on our phones, generally we don't get a lot of blurred photos, but make sure that the lighting is good, that the angle is good, that the pose is good, all those kind of things are going to help with um, getting you through to the first stage or past the first stages and getting your work in front of a judge. Award schemes that have um, professional peer judges in them generally will have, um, you know, some of the team from the awards system that will shortlist you. And so the judges that aren't involved at that point and they're kind of, it's like being prejudged just to kind of pull out the best from the field. And so making sure that your visuals are really, really good for this kind of thing and that there's clear points that are easily readable and easy to pick out and go, yeah, that's a good thing, that's a good thing, that's a good thing. You need to be ticking boxes um, when you have these applications because you've got to firstly get past that shortlist and then you need to be sat um, with your application in front of the judges or you sitting at a desk um, be, you know under the judge's eye making sure that you are doing your job perfectly and without having the solid application behind you you aren't going to get beyond shortlist and get beyond the admin team who are looking for those key factors because although they all work within the industry and have done for a long time they know what makes a, a good salon they know what makes a good professional they aren't the peer judges and so you've got to be able to make it very very clear to people that are perhaps non-professionals in the first instance why you deserve to be shortlisted and so it's it, there's a lot of jumping through hoops when you do this and making sure that you appeal and that you jump out from you know perhaps another 30 applicants that have applied or maybe even more I mean I know with scratch stars sometimes in certain categories they can have over 100 applications for different categories so you have to make sure that you're you are going to jump out of that shortlisting pile of applications so just to finalize on that point just make sure that any photos are clear and are visually appealing that your answers are to the point concise and give good practical evidence of how you have come to the conclusions about your business or your skills that you have one thing I would suggest is that there is always, you know, especially we are a service sector. That's what we are. We are service industry. And so us proving that we do everything amazingly generally comes down to phrases like we go above and beyond. We provide the most amazing customer service. All that kind of wording. That's fine. 
but you need to back it up and you need to remember that probably if there's a, if you're going for something like salon of the year there's going to be another 20 salons 30 salons that are all saying we go above and beyond we offer the most amazing customer service we're the best at what we do and that is amazing that you have the confidence to be able to say that and put that on an application because it is hard you know I know how hard it is but you need to back it up and you need to give examples of how you go above and beyond show on your application what your client journey is you know how do you pick that client up where do you find them where do they find you and talk through that experience because that's what it is that we need to see as judges you know we we don't want to know that you go above and beyond we want to know how you do that and using key phrases of you know we provide the best customer service in the area isn't necessarily going to get you um, it might get you shortlisted if you back it up with a few things but as when we're judging we actually want to see how you do that what it is that you do how you get that client's attention and this may be over several questions so you you really need to this is where you really need to think about how you're going to lay this out but how you attract that client how they find you how they connect with you do you use a booking system how easy is it for them to do that do you take deposits do you have a receptionist that welcomes them at the door you know these were all things that were so important in how I ran my salon and how I managed to achieve finals and um, winning on these different awards what happens when your client takes their seat or lays on that couch what is it about what you do that maybe just tweaks something that the salon down the road doesn't do do you talk to your clients do you not talk do you allow them quiet space you know there's been a thing over the last few years where you know clients have been able to indicate they want a quiet appointment you know little things like that where you're recognizing your clients needs and adapting to how they want their service to be provided all those little things make so much difference you know whether or not you have a you know a welcome tea and coffee area some salons do things like that some salons you know, provide champagne at every appointment. Some salons, you know, make sure that they provide complimentary hand cream and stuff as a, at their point of sale or at the end of their gel service. It, there's so many different things that you can do and evidencing all of those little details that you do and winding that through your application. You know, think about your client journey because if you are going for something, well, it doesn't really matter what you're going for because even if you're doing a practical skill, generally if you're going to be um, entering something like professional beauty or scratch stars where you go and sit your practical session in front of judges then you still have to fill that application in to get to that point so you're going to have to there are always questions around the services you provide and they or whether it's the business that you um, that you run there's going to be a level of questioning that you need to think about and that you need to think about that client journey how you provide it what you do and how you keep that client coming back to you. And that's really the key to these awards is just recognizing that client journey and everything that goes into it. And you need to weave those points through the answers to your questions. You need to make sure that you have things like your website on point. And I can, I, can, I know, I can say with my hand on my heart that over the last few years um, since I've been judging on these awards, some websites you go on and they're just like, how is this never going to attract anyone? You have to remember that this is your shop window. It needs to be 
on point. And if you're going to enter awards, you know, on my first outing um, to Scratch Stars, I thought that my website looked okay. But it, I got feedback because I did ask for my feedback. Um, one of the feedbacks was it was it was too wordy. Surprise, surprise for me. I mean, I love I love writing. And I really enjoy words and I and I do ramble and I'd rambled and it really made me look at my game massively. So one of the things I did was over that next year, I knew I was going to go again and and enter again because I was I was not happy that I didn't win and I really wanted to win it. And so I will look to all the things that came out and one of the things was my website. So if you're going to do this, make sure your website is clear. Make sure, you know, try and view it from your client's point of view and how, e- A, how easy you are to find on Google. So there's a whole other thing about that that comes into um, into effect as well. But make sure you're easy to find on Google, that you've registered your business on Google and that because we check all that stuff, you know, we do actually sit when we're judging and we do go on Google and go and check your website. And and we do go and check your Google page and we do go and check your Facebook and your uh, other social media platforms. So you need to make sure that if you're saying one thing in your application, you need to be evidencing that online because it's all visible. And we are going to be looking and going through those processes to make sure that we want to come to your salon and have a treatment or we want to book your mobile service for you to come out to us, you know, we will go and look at those things. So make sure that your house is in order before you send that application off. Because also the, you know, the prejudging with the the admin teams from the magazines or the award providers, they will be doing things like that too, because they have to check. And, you know, it's just due process of entering an award, all of your things that you put in there. So all of those links that you supply will be checked, and we will look at them. And we want to see that the pricing is clear, that the services are described in an appropriate way that is easy for the public to understand. And we want to see how easy it is to book. We want to see all your contact information. You know, those little things on a website are so, so important. And for me personally, I know, and I can't speak for every judge I know, but I know we do all check these things. And for me, stuff like that is vital. And if you have me sitting on your judging panel, I really hope that you've got your website in order um, because it's so it is so so important. That is your window to the world, and it's as important if you have a, a salon premises as your window that you display out on the high street or to your public that walk past. It is a really really vital piece of kit, and in today's world, we should really all have them because they're just an, a they're a marketing tool for you to um, to gain clientele and keep clientele through the booking systems that you can have on there because it just makes you available twenty four seven. So make sure that that is really, really up to date and perfect. You're also going to want to make sure that you are available for any dates that require you to attend interviews or for you to attend um, to show your skills. Not every um, award will require you to attend and huge numbers of them don't require anything other than you to be on Google and them to judge your reviews and that's as much as they do. But if you're entering one that comes with a full application process, the chances are that there will be judging days and for any practical skills, you probably will be required to attend to show how you work and to show that you follow health and safety and that you are doing consultation properly and that the skills that 
are in the photographs that you submit that you can actually do on the day and that they are not the work of somebody else and so make sure that you are available for those days and also make sure that you're available for the um, awards night because that's really really important too so just check your diary and make sure that all of your dates match also make sure that if there's a mystery shopper involved in the process that your staff are on point with understanding what is required of them should that occur it may be a phone call it may be a visit but whatever it is make sure that they understand that they are going to need to during that window where mystery shopper could happen that they're going to need to explain anything and everything prices services aftercare to whoever is that mystery shopper and they're going to need to get that 100 perfect for you to win finally just as well try and make sure that you proofread it properly because you need to make sure that everything makes sense that you haven't repeated yourself so just go back over and reread it and maybe even get someone else to cast their eye over it as well just check for typos and, and sort of any spelling mistakes and that kind of stuff because this is a professional document that you're putting forward and obviously you know everybody's spelling isn't perfect everybody's grammar isn't perfect and as judges we completely understand that but just try and make this as good a document as you possibly can so just make sure that every detail is there just reread it a few times and I, if you're anything like me you'll be reading it for days before you hit the submit button anyway but make sure that the information you put on that word document that you when you copy and paste it over into the application form that you do that as well as you can and make sure that you do not miss chunks out and that you copy and paste into the right section because if you're not used to doing that kind of thing you can drop things in the wrong place and just make sure that you get yourself and other people just to have a read through and make sure that it all makes sense and that it reads well. Having an application that reads fluidly is really really important and as I say just make sure you've got everything covered. So just to summarise again and just make sure that you've got all of those points. Firstly, get your application form, read it through thoroughly. Make sure you understand all the questions and how you're going to answer them. Think about your client journey from the moment they hit your website or they find you on Facebook or Instagram. Make sure you have got that client journey from that moment all the way through to rebooking and then coming back for their next appointment and think about all of the different things that make that client journey and weave that into your application because that's going to be the thing that makes a lot of difference because we want to see how you do that we also if it's a business category and even if it's um, a practical category there will often be questions about how because even if you're a mobile therapist you still have to run that business so there will often be elements of business we want to see that you understand what business is and how it works that you understand how figures and your accounts work so just think about detailing how all of that works behind the scenes to make your client journey perfect then the next thing is to set time aside to make sure that you have time to do this. At least half a day, if it's one of the big awards, I'd say set at least three hours aside just to make sure that you can get into it and get your head in the right zone and just push through and try and get it done as in one sitting if you can and then come back to it if you need to. Plan how you're going to answer the questions so that you don't end up answering question eight in question two. Make sure that you just take some notes and just make sure that you kind of detail how you're going to evidence those different things and what it is that you're going to show that makes you stand out from your competitors. 
Make sure that if you are going to use phrasing, like we go above and beyond, that you back it up with evidence to prove that that's what you're doing and how you're doing it. Don't just go for key phrases and then have nothing to say other than those key phrases. Make sure that you document that client journey and show what it is that sets you apart from your local competition. And remember that if you do provide you know, champagne reception, if you do provide hand cream at the end of your service, it's complimentary. If you do provide um, client reward cards or anything like that, all of those little things are going to be maybe the thing that steps you out from somebody else. If you have some great marketing skill and some amazing way of bringing those clients to you and converting them, then make sure you detail it. You don't need to give the whole thing and like sit and write a thousand words about it, but you just need to evidence that we do X, Y, and Z to make sure our clients find us. We do A, B, and C to make sure they come back. And that's what you need to be telling at the judges. And lastly, just to make sure that you are clear, concise, and to the point. Make sure that you aren't rambling. Make sure that you are saying what you need to say once. Don't lose word count repeating yourself. Uh, because if you've got 10 questions and 200 words per question, that's 2,000 words that you've got to say, and you don't want to lose 100 words saying what you said on question three, because you've already said that. Don't keep repeating yourself. Make sure each question gives a different point of view, and if you want to evidence your client care very, very much, then talk about how you do client care for one particular thing in one way and one question, and then you can pick it up and evidence something else if it relates to that question. But do not actually repeat the words because you need the word count to express how amazing you are and why you deserve to have that trophy, that award or that certificate, whatever it is that they're providing you with. Just talk about yourself confidently, talk about your business confidently and talk about your clients confidently because that's what's going to make you be shortlisted and that's what's going to get those judges smiling and making the right notes about you and the services that you provide and hopefully that all the judges will agree because it will take that panel of judges to all think that you're amazing. It isn't just winning over one person, you've got to win over most likely three people that are going to be sitting looking at what it is that you've put forward. So make sure that you are clear, concise, non-repetitive and that you do yourself and your team and your business proud because that's what it's all about. And one thing I'd say finally, sorry because now I am rambling, um, is that if you get shortlisted and you don't win, then ask for the feedback. I know the first few years when I was doing Scratch Stars and entering Scratch Stars, I was the only person that asked for feedback. And it is imperative that you know, if you want to do this again and again and you want to win that award and you're going to keep doing it until you win, you need to know what it is and where you're missing out. So the judges, we all write feedback on um, the application, on the forms. We all have a space where we can put feedback. And, and I know I'm always very generous with the feedback that I give. I always write as much as I possibly can to give pointers and guidance. So make sure that you do ask for feedback because you can learn so much. And if, if I hadn't have had my feedback, I wouldn't have tweaked things in my business. And, you know, some of the judges gave me some fantastic thoughts on how I could do things in a slightly different way. And, and eventually it paid off. 
So make sure if you don't win, that you even if you do win, ask for feedback. It's because it's lovely to see those positive comments of why the judges awarded you. Ask for your feedback. The um, awards bodies generally will not give that out to you unless you ask for it. So make sure that you do the follow up and that you get your feedback. You won't get it. If you don't shortlist, you won't be able to get the feedback because they don't do that at that level and they can't give a professional opinion in that way. But do make sure you do if you get shortlisted. I really, really hope that many of you will take the plunge and will go for some of these awards because they are fantastic. Some of them have already opened and closed their doors for this year. Just get your diary out, look at the ones that you want to enter if they have closed their doors already and look for the window that they usually open and put it in the diary so that you don't miss out for 2023. But I know Scratch Stars opens um, on the, I think it's the 1st of March. Professional Beauty, I think, is open at the moment and and go for it, you know. All you've got to lose is maybe three hours of pulling all that information together and putting yourself out there. And just going through that process sometimes can enlighten you about what it is that you do and help you to make positive changes. So good luck if you are going to compete and um, go in for the awards. And I hope to see some of your applications at some point in one of the things I'm judging this year. So that's me signing off for the week. So get those brain cells working and how you're going to do your applications. And I will be speaking to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with other industry professionals you think may enjoy the show too. For links and further information, you'll find those in the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. You can also hear more from me and join the Inspiring Salon Professionals community on the Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.